Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, And this week, despite the rumors on TMZ and the news, CNN, whatever news site you like, whatever, uh, I did not postpone this episode from last week just to try to avoid the ire and backlash of Symphony of the Night fans. I haven't gone into hiding. People were actually pretty nice about the Symphony of the Night episode, so thank you. Uh, I just wanted to say... Uh, thank you to everyone that has reached out to me over the past week or so with kind words and support. I'm not going to get into any specific details as to where I've been over the last week. It's not on any of my Patreon episodes either. I don't want to monetize what happened. Um, all I want to say is, uh, somebody passed away. Uh, it's been a very hard week for me and my family and, uh, the love and the support of this community was a bigger pick me up than you will ever know. Um, uh, beyond words. So thank you to everyone. And, uh, just, you know, if there's people that you care about, people you love or like, or just don't hate, just make sure you tell them that you love them or you like them or you don't hate them before you don't have a chance to tell them that anymore. That's all. Um, so thank you to everyone that has supported me. Uh, it's been awesome. 
And I won't lie to you, it fucking feels great to be back. I miss this. Uh, and I figured the last episode I did of Remember the Game was me criticizing uh, a title that some people love, so why not make the first episode back the same fucking thing? This week, we're talking... Sonic Adventure 2. Originally for the Sega Dreamcast, it's on almost everything now, in case anyone is wondering... I played the Xbox 360 port on my Xbox Series X. Uh, this bad boy won our December Patreon poll. Now, the poll winners are always games that people have asked us to cover on the show that I've never played. And it can be tough to play a game that's 15, 20, 25, 30 years old in 2022 and look past certain faults that are just a product of the time. Nostalgia makes everything look a little bit better and I don't fire up retro games that I've never played before and expect them to measure up to games that are releasing in 2020, 2021, etc. Uh, example, Sonic Adventure 1 is a little rough around the edges by today's standards, but for the most part, Big the Cat aside, I like that game. I, I It was nothing earth-shattering, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. And a lot of people seem to love Sonic Adventure 2. Shadow the Hedgehog is here. It's, you know, I'm assuming it's more of Sonic Adventure. So I'm like, fucking right. It won the poll. I'm excited. Let's do this thing. It's more of the same, but with like evil Venom Sonic. I'm fucking in. And then I played it. And and I, 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 I hate this game with every ounce of my being. I'm warning you all right now. Angry Adam is taking the wheel for most of this episode. I've been waiting a month to get this off my chest. My guest this week is my buddy Kate, and she doesn't hate this game as nearly as much as me. She actually likes this game. So she explained why. I respect her take, but I'll warn you all right now, this is one of those episodes where I really hog the mic. Angry Adam can be hard to have a conversation with. I don't pull any punches this week. Like Symphony of the Night, on episode 182, I didn't love that game, but I respect what it did for the Metroidvania genre. So I pulled some punches. I, I laid into it, but I, I pulled a couple of my shots. Sonic Adventure 2, I do not respect you. I don't like you. I never liked you. And the only reason I gave you that stupid Valentine was because nobody else would. And if you listen quietly, you can actually pinpoint the second Sonic Adventure 2 fans' hearts break in half. Shout out to anyone that actually gets that reference. Uh, and we'll get there in just a minute because speaking of pinpointing the second, our listeners' hearts break in half, it's time for yet another edition of the Remember the Game infamous intro. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Consider this your warning. Our intros are kind of long, but they aren't. They don't suck. They're not boring. You know what our intro? Our intro is like the first level of Sonic Adventure 2, except everything after the intro isn't a flaming bag of shit. That's, that's how I would describe it. Uh, we have merchandise, all kinds of merch, hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, tank tops, posters, rocking badass art drawn by my man Joe. You can check out all of his work at 4545creative.com, and you can find our merchandise at rememberthegamepodcast.com if you're interested. And of course, if you don't like clothes, you can always support us on Patreon. And the, for the early days of the month, the best time to do it, because you get a full month of the perks before you have to decide if you want to pay for this again in March. 
for only two bucks a month, you get two additional podcasts every week, including my gaming discussion show expansion pass every Thursday and my gaming news podcast game patch every Friday. You also get instant access to almost 200 bonus podcasts on game patch. Every Friday, I look at the biggest news in modern gaming and I add in my opinions and stuff in an expansion pass is a different show. Every Thursday, we do game rankings. We look back at characters, consoles. We do some comedy episodes. There's game reviews this past week on expansion pass. It was our second annual blankies which is the official game award show of remember the game industries i revealed my picks for a bunch of 2021 awards including my game of the year and i also revealed who won our community vote for all the awards as well and as is becoming a tradition here in the intro here's a sneak peek of last week's episode of expansion mass the second annual blankies ah fucking sports games who Wants to go outside and play sports where you can stay inside and play sports. This is fucking terrible. Who wrote, who wrote this? I, wh- I am reading the teleprompter. Shut the fuck up. This is awful. This is fuck me. As we always say around these parts, you can't smell greasy without EA. And fortunately, not one fucking EA game found its way to our list of finalists almost like maybe people out there are realizing that ea fucking sucks what oh shit okay so there is one ea game in the finalists but it doesn't win so who cares what do you mean i can't tell them that it's my fucking show And for this week's episode, uh, our topic was picked by our Patreons and the 10 worst games I've ever played came out on top. So it's going to be one of our ranking ones where I count down the 10 worst video games I've ever played. Uh, So again, two bucks gets you instant access to all those plus new ones. Plus you can join our Discord, vote in our Patreon poll at the beginning of every month, including this month. The ability to submit comments to be read on all of our podcasts and you get a shout out. It gets to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to our newest Patreons. There's a lot of them because it's been two weeks since I did an episode. Mako Revived, Munch Makuchi, I love that handle, Tennessee Bottle, Forest King, DB Muppet, Nostalgia Fuel, Leroy Westrich, Suji Yap, Hunter Martin, Chris Sampson, Eric Shipe, Duke Nukem 2, Bloody Eyes 13, Bryce Jones, Matty Boy 316, Dark Squall, Mark AQ, Say Something, Jerry Moulis, Poco, Cornelius Mack, Jimmy Babowski, John Grimmer, Jen S., and Caleb Wilson. Thank you all very, very much. Welcome to Remember the Game Industries. You can check out all that at patreon.com slash remember the game. And 5% of our Patreon gets donated to charity at the end of every year. We save it up for the whole year and we're donating it to my 24-hour stream. So you're doing a little bit of good and listening to more of my ramblings. Patreon.com slash remember the game. And you can also find me on Twitch if you want. Twitch.tv and you're looking for member the game, not remember. Member the game. Uh, I haven't been on there over the last week. Obviously, I've been dealing with some personal stuff, but I will be back. I try to get on there two or three nights a week, so you can check me out over there if you're interested. That's enough blowing myself. Let's blow in some cartridges. It is our opening segment here on the show. I read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming-related, but not always, and we call this segment Blowing in the Cartridge. He blows all right. He blows big time. That's it, honey. Get into the spirit. (laughs) 
Let's blow. Our first blower this week is Shawsome One, who wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, not sure if these games are on your backlog of playing, but have you thought about going through the rest of the Rockman X series? If I remember correctly, I believe you said you've only ever played X1 to X3. I know you have a lot of games you got to cover. I was just curious at all. Pl- or curious is all. Also, do you think Bonestorm should be a legitimate video game? Uh, so quickly, if you guys don't know... Uh, Rockman was the original name. I just bit the side of my lip as I was talking. Holy fuck, I suck at this. Rockman was the original name for Mega Man. So when someone says Rockman X, it's the Mega Man X series. And I think Mega Man X is the best Mega Man game ever made. I think X2 is pretty good. I think X3 is not great. And I have never played the rest. You're right. I've never done it. Um, I have thought about it. It's definitely something I would like to get around to playing at some point. Shawsome one. I just, it's more of just a time thing. And Mega Man X3 kind of soured me on the rest of the X games. Because I already know I've got the 11 core Mega Man games that I like plus Mega Man X. I'm like, do I need more? Is that too much Mega Man? But uh, yeah, at some point, I don't know when I would like to get to the Mega Man X games. And then you're also, you also asked, do I think Bone Storm should be a legitimate video game? If you don't know Bone Storm is Simpsons reference, and absolutely it should, just so that we can all enter the name Thrill How. That like just for that, and you know, shout out to anyone that gets that reference, of course. Uh, thanks for writing in, Shawsome One, Joe the Sandman, dude. Every time I read your name, Joe, I think uh, Mr. Sandman from Super Punch Out. But Joe the Sandman wrote in and said, "Hey Adam, the awesome top tier Nintendo 64 game that is Banjo Kazooie just got onto the Nintendo Switch Online service. Personally, it's one of my favorites from the 64 era, and I wanted to ask you of those good old games Rare had but got lost for Nintendo players. Would you like to be included in the Nintendo Switch Online service? Personally, I'd love that they I'd love it if they included Perfect Dark being another one of my favorites and Conker's Bad Fur Day because I never played it and I've heard from a lot of people it's really good. Thank you." Um I'm not going to lie to you, Joe. I, I think Conker's Bad Fur Day fucking sucks. I think it's fucking hilarious, but I think it plays like shit. But that's, maybe that, that's just me. Um, you know what the rare game is that I'm after on Switch Online that I think we're going to get someday is Diddy Kong Racing. If I could pick one, like GoldenEye and Perfect Dark, would, that'd be neat. But like I can play Perfect Dark on my Xbox and like Banjo and Banjo-Tooie. It's awesome that Banjo's there. But again, I can play Banjo and Banjo-Tooie on my Xbox. Conker's on the Xbox. But Diddy Kong Racing, which I went out and bought the Nintendo 64 cartridge last four, or I went out and bought the Nintendo 64 cartridge for last year just to play it for the podcast, and I adored it. And I'm like, how the fuck is this not on Switch? So if I could pick one, that's the one I'm after is Diddy Kong Racing, without question. Uh, thank you for writing in, Joe. Mega Veli wrote in and said, Buenos dias, senor blank. I think I said that right. Have you ever played the Die Hard trilogy for the original PlayStation? It's a pretty good game once you learn the control layout. You know what? I have been asked, I don't know why. I, like, listen, I don't mean to shit on your game. I know nothing about your game. My first instinct is that the Die Hard trilogy, a bunch of Die Hard games on the PlayStation fucking suck. I just, it's from that era, right? Where a lot of these types of games do fucking suck. But you're not the first one to bring up the Die Hard trilogy. So, uh, I have never played it. I would say I have no intention of playing it, but a, a few people have brought it up. So I would put it on the like distant maybe someday. Now I will say I've never seen the Die Hard movies outside of the original Die Hard. Uh, I have not seen them. So, uh, and I know some of you are probably yelling at your fucking radio and shit. I don't listen to a lot of, I don't watch a lot of movies. Uh, should I see them before I play the game? Probably or play the games, but I've not played it. I've not seen the movies, but maybe someday I will. 
Uh, Maddie Boy 316 wrote in and said, What up, Adam? I'm loving Remember the Game, and I've been listening to the show since last year, burning through episodes, loving the remembrance of back in the day gaming, and I was hooked instantly after the first episode. Looking forward to the future of the show, and also, when do you think we are going to finally get Metroid Prime 4? I loved 1 through 3. I can't wait till 4, and in hopes of, a, and I also hope for a remastered trilogy on the Switch. Um, I hope, and I, you know what? I. I don't care what Nintendo says. Nintendo is, I, I, we talked about this on game patch last year at some point, somebody brought up that, um, they think that the prime trilogy would be a hard port over to the switch because of, I think motion controls in number three or something. But I, I still have, I'm, I would almost bet money that that trilogy is coming to the switch at some point. And I fucking hope it does. God, I fucking hope it does. As far as when do I think we're getting Metroid prime Four? Oh man, I don't even like I I'll I'm going to guess holiday 2023. And I don't know anything about it. I just think like I know it's different teams, but like that we just got Metroid Dread. That game was dope. It was fucking so good. Uh they could probably get away with a 2-year gap between Metroids. That's fucking frankly shorter than most of the gaps between Metroids, and I think it'd be fine. Um, that game has notoriously been in development hell. I don't think we're playing Metroid Prime 4 anytime soon. And I'm okay with that. Like, of course I want to play it, but I'm like, fucking get it right. Get it right and figure out how to get the remastered trilogy on Switch first. So I'm going to guess holiday 2023. Uh, Chris Larkin wrote in and said, Hey Adam, we know you don't step into the realm of multiplayer often, uh, but I know you played Back for Blood for a bit. What's your honest opinion of the game and or will we see a review at any time? With the new Discord edition of an Among Us thread, would you ever... Get with the hot dogs and play some games of Among Us or some other multiplayer games in the future. Uh, so to answer the first question, I, I did play Back for Blood. I was super stoked for that game because I don't play a lot of multiplayer, but I fucking loved Left 4 Dead. So I was hella jacked to play Back for Blood. And I did finish the campaign with a few members of the community. Um, I, I won't lie to you. I, I did originally plan to review it on Expansion Pass. I just can't decide if I think there's enough there for a review. So... I don't think I'm gonna. If you want my really quick thoughts, I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10. Um, I liked it. I don't know what it is. I agree with a lot of the other people that are saying, like, it just, it's missing something. It just doesn't have that Left 4 Dead spark. And I don't know why. I do think there's way too much reliance on, like, the super mutants or whatever you want to call them, like, the super enemies. It doesn't, like, the first, I thought the first half of the game was awesome i thought the last third of the game was awful it was just wave after wave after wave of fucking super enemies and it just became like like it wasn't even fun like there was no novelty that the big enemies were showing up it was like oh here comes more of them fucking here comes more of them uh so i i'd give it i'm probably not gonna review it so seven out of ten it was okay if i had paid for it i, I don't i think i'd be disappointed but i played it on game pass and i'm good i don't know if i'll play it again i thought it was okay uh, and then, yeah, if you don't know, uh, for anyone that's listening to this that is in our or on our Patreon right now, uh, in our Discord, we've created an Among Us channel because so many members of the community have been putting together games of Among Us. And I have played with the community once. Uh, I had a really good time. It's not something I'm going to be playing too often because when I have time to play, I usually feel the need to work on my backlog. Uh, but once in a while, it's great. And yeah, if you're looking for people to play Among Us with, um, our Patreon, or I will lie to you, our Discord is Patreon exclusive. I'm not trying to make it a sales pitch. Uh, but if you were in our Discord, 
join the Among Us channel, dude. There's people in there looking to put games together two or three nights a week. Don't feel intimidated if you're new and you're like, I don't know any of these people. They don't all know each other either. It's all just members of our community that love playing Among Us together. And it's really fun. And yeah, I do hop in there occasionally and I plan to continue to hop in there occasionally and play Among Us with the community because it's good times. Uh, Mako Revived wrote in and said, I'm going to get shit. Someone's going to be like, it's Mako. I'm going Mako. Fuck off. Mako Revived wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, you recently played Castlevania Symphony of the Night and you weren't the biggest fan of it. I'm ignoring that fact because other than that, you seem pretty awesome. Thank you. It made me wonder, a few episodes ago, you had it as one of the candidates of Play One, Remake One, Erase One, and you chose to play it. Have you ever looked back after playing a game for the first time after featuring it in that segment and thought, fuck, I've made a mistake and I should have erased it or played it, etc.? Just wondering. Best wishes, bro. Uh, thanks, Mako. Truthfully, you guys want to know the truth? I don't keep track of what was on Play One, Remake One, Erase One most weeks. Like, I don't have, like, a running tally of them or anything. I always worry that I'm duplicating one that's already been done. And, uh, so I can't really answer that honestly because I honest, I can't remember what I've picked most of the time. For my, uh, true answer, I can't remember what I picked for Play, Remake, and Erase most weeks. Having said that, do I regret saying that I would play Castlevania Symphony of the Night? Now that I've played it, no, because as much as I didn't like it, uh, at least it, like it feels like I got a sliver out. I'm like, at least I don't have to wonder anymore if this game is as good as everyone makes it out to be or not. At least now I know that no, it wasn't as fucking good as everyone makes it out to be. And you can send your hate mail to membertheGame at gmail.com. So sorry, it's kind of a shitty answer, Mako, but I honestly can't remember what I I can't remember what's in this week's right now as it's about to go to the fucking segment. I'm just not smart. And finally, before we move on to said play one, remake one, erase one, it's letter time. It's letter time. And Travis Renberg wrote in on Patreon and said, what's up, Adam? I like that you spelt it like that, Travis. What's up, Adam? I recently did your survey and stuck on the part where you said you wanted to do an indie gaming podcast. I think this is a tremendously great idea. I recently warmed up to the indie scene with Hades, Katana Zero, Hotline Miami, and I'm currently on Dead Cells. I also played Slay the Spire after hearing you mention it a few times, and I loved it also. And I have Celeste lined up ready to go since I trust your judgment in games. Having a podcast dedicated to this genre will be so nice. Please make it happen. Well, thank you for writing in, Travis. And yeah, if you guys don't know, uh, the survey is now closed because I ran out of time on my subscription to run a survey. But I ran just a listener feedback survey for everyone, not just Patreons. I was just interested in like, what would people be interested in? What do people think that the show, I could improve with the show, etc. One of the questions I asked was, I've been teasing the idea of launching a fifth podcast for some time. Because I've always envisioned Remember the Game, not always, but over the last couple of years, I've envisioned Remember the Game is kind of like a, uh, um, like a Netflix, like Monday through Friday, you get a new episode every day. And I've been torn on what I want to do for a fifth podcast. And I've kicked around the idea of a wrestling show. I've kicked around the idea of a Simpsons show. Uh, and I've been kicking around the idea of doing a show 100% committed to indie games. Every week, maybe I review an indie game or I try to get some interviews with some indie game developers because I love that genre so much. And uh, that was actually the overwhelming winner of that question on the poll. It was an indie gaming podcast followed by a Simpsons podcast. Um, I still don't know. Uh, is that You asked if that's still something I'm thinking about doing. Um, I'm still... I love the idea. I really do. I think it would be a lot of work. Um, remember the game? Like This one is some work, but it's it's pretty easy. Uh, expansion passes some work because I have to write out the scripts. But it's not bad. Game patch is a fucking... I won't lie to you. Game patch is a fucking nightmare uh, where I do all the biggest gaming news every week. That That is easily the episode that takes the most time every week. And then the rambling idiot, I just... It's easy. I just talk about whatever I feel like talking about. 
an indie specific show would be tough because then I'd have to review it. Like there's so many indie games. So how do you pick which ones get covered? Like, and then I got to find time to play them all to, re- or not all of them, but play the one I'm going to review every week and line up interviews. Um, I won't lie to you. Like our Patreon is growing exponentially and I'll just going to be honest with everybody. Uh, it's looking like I'm going to be adding ads to the podcast soon. Remember the game and listen before you like, Oh, just wait. They asked me specifically. I, I signed with an agency. Um, and they were like, how many ads are you interested in running? And I said, no more than two. And it'd be one to begin the show and one between the intro and the podcast. And that would be it. Cause I hate shows where there's fucking 8,000, like looking at you fucking Conrad Thompson near fucking wrestling podcasts where there's a goddamn ad break every nine seconds. And it's like three minutes long. We're not going to do that. It's just extra revenue for me, for my family. Um, as this show grows, I might hit a point soon where I can look at hiring a little bit of help. And a lot of you have reached out and offered to freelance and stuff. I really appreciate that. As a comedian myself who gets asked to perform for free all the time, I won't do that. I won't hire you unless I can afford to pay someone a a respectable wage for their time. Um, If I get to that point, and I don't even know what that number is. I'm not saying if we hit this number, I'll do it. I'm just saying if we keep growing at the rate we're growing, I will add a fifth podcast. And an indie gaming show is something I'm interested in. So... Uh, I, I'm not going to commit to anything yet, Travis, but I've heard the feedback either Simpsons or indie gamer is probably where I'm going to go if I launch a fifth one. And, uh, it's definitely something I'm very passionate about it. It's something I would love to do. It's just time is of the essence and I only have so much of it in a week. That's all. Um, so yeah, just, I just wanted to, cause I know a lot of people mentioned they would be interested in it. So there you go. I'm thinking about it at some point. It is something I like to do. And uh, yeah, in the meantime, if you've never played indie games, for love of fuck, man, feel free to message me. I'll, I'll, I'd be happy to just throw out some recommendations. Uh, like there's so many great indie games out there and they're a fraction of the price of AAA games. And quite frankly, a lot of the time they're better. So check out an indie game next time you need something to play. Thank you, Travis. Thank you to everyone that wrote in and blew in the cartridge this week. Uh, let's change gears here and let's get into our smash hit segment, the official game show of Remember the Game Industries. Play one, remake one, erase one. And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week, I give our Patreons three retro video games. They can play one as it is. They can remake one as a modern AAA game, whatever they want. And the third game is a race from time forever. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a right one. We'll get there in just a minute. And most weeks, at least somebody, at least one person writes in and throws Mario is Missing or Echo the Dolphin into their answers. They're trying to be fucking cheeky. And those games are Remember the Game Hall of Fame games is some of the worst titles we've ever covered here on the show. And I'm going to be honest, Sonic Adventure 2 is in that class for me. I fucking hate this game. So I thought, let's throw three of the biggest duds from Remember the Game history into the spotlight this week. We're going with Echo the Dolphin, Mario is Missing, and Virtual Bart as our three contenders. And by your vote, 38% said play virtual Bart, remake Echo the Dolphin, and erase Mario is Missing. That was our winner. I'm not going to lie to you. That is not what I would do. But let's see what a few of you had to say here. Listen, we had 81 responses from the community this week. That is by far a play, remake, erase record. 
Thank you to everyone that played. I saw a ton of people saying they're playing for the first time. I couldn't read all of them on the show this week, but fucking play more. Play every week. Play one remake, one erase one. It's the greatest thing to ever happen to video games. Here's a few of your answers. Start with Cheesehead Wes, who wrote in and said, Remake Virtual Bart. I think there's obvious potential there with how much more advanced VR gaming is now. I'd love to explore a virtual Springfield, and I think it'd be a hit. I agree with that. Erase Mario is missing. That game is completely trash, and it tries to look like a real game in order to trick unexpected kids. We don't need no education. And then, oh, fuck. Play Echo the Dolphin. That game is, I'm reading Cheese Wes's comment here verbatim. Quote, that game is a masterpiece and one of the best-looking games on the Genesis, end quote. The word masterpiece, Cheesehead Wes, shan't be mentioned in this segment this week. Double seeker probation, Wes. Motherfuck, I didn't... That take was worse than the Packers. I didn't think anybody could get put on double seeker probation during a week where it's the three games I shit on the most, but you found a way... By calling Echo the Dolphin a masterpiece. Get the get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. God damn it. Listen, fuck me. Leroy Westrich wrote in and said, I feel like Echo has the elements of a good game and a lot of the bad stuff could be fixed with a remake, so I'll remake Echo. Virtual Bart sounds more entertaining than Mario's Missing, so I'll play Virtual Bart. The only good thing I have to say about Mario's Missing is that it was fun to hear you guys go off on it, so I'm going to erase Mario's Missing. I have no problem with that logic at all, at all. Leroy, I frankly, I think some of you are going to be surprised with my answers this week. I don't have a problem with someone playing or remaking any of these games. Just don't call any of them a fucking masterpiece because they're not. Like you said, Echo had the elements of a good game with a lot of bad stuff on top. And you're right. That's exactly what it was. Delicious turkey in the middle of a horrible sandwich with bad cheese and rotten mustard. That's what Echo is. Bloody Eyes 13 wrote in and said, I'd play Virtual Bart because it's the only one I haven't played and it's always looked interesting to me. I'll remake Echo the Dolphin on PS5, Xbox Series X to see how beautiful the water graphics could be and hopefully have an in-game tutorial or hints implemented as I had no idea what to do in this game and I'll erase Mario is missing just for being my most disappointing game rental ever. I remember getting home, popping in the cart, expecting a Super Mario World sequel and getting a lame educational experience. Not cool Nintendo, not cool i fucking agree bloody eyes fucking mario is missing gave me bloody eyes i would be surprised if it turns out the reason my eye is lazy is because i kept trying to play mario is missing as a kid and it was just my eyes trying to get away and be like i don't i fucking this sucks because i agree with you not only dude you wasted a rental i burned a birthday gift on that game because i just wanted a sequel to super mario world and that's what it looked like and then you find out some shitty fucking oh not not i'm not going incredible hulk i just i fuck i hate mario was missing so much oh and i agree and a remake of echo on ps5 series x with an actual game in it like like a game that makes sense could be pretty dope i agree with that mike snelling wrote in and said i only ever played one of these echo the dolphin for about 53 seconds and i shut it off so i'll remake it but maybe put a laser on its or a freaking laser on its freaking head and make the game some sort of ridiculous over-the-top sandbox I actually think a sandbox echo game could be fun. 
I would play Mario is Missing, even though I've never heard a good thing about it, just because I had to choose something to play. That leaves a racing virtual Bart. I was alive during the heydays of The Simpsons, and the amount of garbage that was pumped out with Bart's face on it trying to cash in was just shameful. So I can only assume this falls into that category too. Not the best logic, but hey, it's 7 a.m. on a Saturday, and it's the best I could do on a half cup of coffee and a couple strips of bacon. Which, by the way, in case you guys don't know, is the official breakfast of Remember the Game Industries. Half a cup of coffee and two strips of bacon. And not even real bacon. It's like the microwave already cooked fucking garbage bacon uh sound logic though i have no problem with that and i agree with you dude the amount of shit that bart's face got put on back in the 90s was it's funny that they used to talk about how crusty sold out put his face on everything but bart is oh god anyway uh or like the flaming mo episode where homer's like if there's any justice it'd be my face on a bunch of crappy merchandise which it is uh booker man 102 wrote in and said play virtual bart even though it probably wasn't a great game i have fond memories of playing as a kid and i wouldn't mind trying it again remake mario was missing and erase echo of the two of these i've only played echo and that's something i never want or need to do again in any form so that can be erased and it leaves mario is missing as the remake by default the two sweetest words in the english language and Matteo. Wrote in and said, play Echo because it's eh, okay. I remember there was a huge fuss about it when it hit Australia. I say play it because I'd remake Virtual Bart. This could be a great game and we need more great Simpsons games. A new hit and run would be incredible. I agree. And anyone that doesn't pick to erase Mario is missing is a maniac. And I don't necessarily disagree with you, Matteo. But you're not going to like this because I'm not erasing Mario is missing. 12% of you voted the way I did this week, including Hunter Martin. Who wrote in and said, remake. I feel like a Mario is missing remake would be insane. I'd love to see what Nintendo could do with such an interesting concept. Play Echo the Dolphin just to make angry or Adam angry. And erase uh, Bar Virtual Bart. I've never been a fan of Simpsons games. So this was a no-brainer as I've never even played it. Although I've heard that it's terrible. And you know what, Hunter? I don't disagree with any of your logic. Minus the playing Echo just to make me angry. Because that's what I would do. I would play Echo the Dolphin. And I know what you're all thinking. What? what, what? This was tough because I want to remake all three of these games into something that I want to play. But I can only technically remake one of them. And then I can only erase one of them permanently. And to me... Echo the Dolphin in incredibly short bursts is the most playable of the three in the form it's in right now. I've um, I've told the story. I used to play it at the dentist when I was a kid. I used to go and play Echo the Dolphin. They had it set up there and I would play it just for like 10-15 minutes in the waiting room at the dentist. And it was fun. In 10 or 15 minutes when you don't know what you're supposed to do and you just swim around and jump out of the water. It is fun. So it doesn't mean I'm going to play it with any regularity at all. But I will reluctantly play Echo the Dolphin. Now, the remake and the erase is where it got tough for me. Because I did think about remaking Virtual Bart to VR. But I'm going to go with remaking Mario is Missing. And all I would do with it is just keep the SNES art style. And I would just make it into what it should have been to begin with. The official sequel to Super Mario World. Where it's just a fucking 16-bit platformer. You play as Luigi. And it's just Mario's been kidnapped. And that's all it is. Maybe Wario or somebody is player two. But that's I would remake it and just make it the Mario game we all fucking thought it was when we rented it or wasted birthday gifts and Christmas gifts asking for it for a present only to find it was some crappy educational game. And I'm going to erase Virtual Bart because there's already so many Simpsons games. And I know there's a lot of crap, including a bunch of the games I'm about to list off. But I like Bart vs. the Space Mutants, Bart vs. the Juggernauts, Simpsons Hit and Run, Simpsons Road Rage, Bart's Nightmare, the Simpsons game itself from the Xbox 360 PS3 era. 
There's a lot of Simpsons games that I don't hate. We don't need Virtual Bart. There's still tons of Simpsons to go around. So I'm going to erase it. And so there you go. That's It was harder than I thought, but I'll play Echo, Remake Mario's Missing, and Erase Virtual Bart. 81 replies this week. Thank you to everyone that wrote in. Keep writing in. I'll get you on the show. I promise. Keep writing in. What have I been playing over the last two weeks, I guess, because it's been two weeks since I did one of these, uh, before we get into Sonic Adventure 2? I'm playing a lot. Um, uh, again, I don't want to get into any real details about where I've been uh, or why I've been away, I should say. Um, but I, I basically spent most of the last week uh, house-sitting slash dog-sitting at my mom and dad's place. So I didn't really have much else to do other than play video games. Uh, so I've played a lot. Uh, I finished Resident Evil Code Veronica X almost. I got to the end, but I can't beat it. And I finally have tapped out. Uh, I, I like it though. Uh, we're going to be reviewing it on remember the game in the coming weeks. So I'll let you know more about what I think about there. I'm also playing secret of mana, uh, because it won the Patreon poll in January. I was waiting. I was going to play it on my super Nintendo classic, but then, you know, having to go out to my mom and dad's for a week, I didn't bring my super Nintendo classic. So I ended up buying it on my switch. Uh, in the collection of mana and I've been playing it on there. Uh, I'm really digging it. I think it's pretty neat. And, uh, especially after symphony of the night, Sonic adventure two being the last couple Patreon poll winners and how much I didn't care for either of them. Uh, I'm really enjoying secret of mana. So we'll be doing a, re a review of that coming up. I've also been playing nobody saves the world on my Xbox series X. It is an action RPG from the creators of guacamole. And I'm really, really fucking liking it. It starts out a little slow, but once the ball gets rolling, it gets awesome. I'm, pretty confident i'm gonna end up doing a review about it on expansion pass which again this is where an indie podcast would be i'd love to do a review of nobody saves the world so uh anyway yeah so really digging that game and then i'm still playing far cry 6 too i like it i'm just worried i'm never gonna have time to finish it but every time i fire it up i'm having a good time playing it so there you go that's what i've been playing let's talk sonic adventure 2 <sighs> fuck me now, I'd like to give you guys a chance to sound off on the games before I talk about it myself. And a lot of people wrote in talking about how much they love this game, which is totally fine. Here's a sampling of it. Brandon Basham wrote in and said, I remember playing this as a kid and loving it. Playing it as an adult would probably ruin my childhood memories of it. It fucking will, Brandon. Leave it in, leave it in your fucking childhood. I'm begging you. Leave it in your fucking childhood. Ballsack Teabagger, which ironically is fucking kind of how I would describe Sonic Adventure 2, wrote in and said, just seeing the box art for this game brings back so many awesome memories of playing it on the Dreamcast. The soundtrack where you're riding down the street on the plane door to start will forever be one of my favorite songs from a game. I agree. As I'm about to get into, the music in this game is rad and that first level is fucking dope. If you just keep that as your favorite memory and don't add anything else and you'll be fine. Mikhail Kwamu wrote in and said, this game fucking sucks and I love Sonic games. The Rose and Knuckles levels suck because they're uh, not only are they RNG, oh, random generated spawns, the radar sucks for them. The Sonic and Shadow levels are fun for the most part, but that's only because they're more traditional 3D Sonic levels. The Tails and Eggman levels suck because you got to use big mech suits that feel kind of clunky and I'd rather take, but I'd still prefer those over the Knuckles levels. The only saving grace in this game is that the music is baller and the and I, there's going to be controversy about this, whether it's Chow or Chaos. See, to me, it looks like it's pronounced K-O or Chaos. Because Chaos Emeralds and it's C-H-A-O. But we, I think, decided during the podcast that it was Chow. So that's what we're calling it. Uh, the music is baller and the Chow Garden is a nice place to calm down after you failed finding any of the gems or haven't fallen to your death too many times. I, I agree with a lot of what you said. Not everything you'll find out in a minute, Mikhail. But well said. 
Justin Woodward wrote in and said, I loved this fucking game. At the time, it was everything I wanted in a video game. Plus, it created one of my favorite characters ever, Shadow the Hedgehog. His entire story fascinated me, and I loved how they were giving a character this deep of a character arch. Does it have its flaws? Of course, all games from that era does. But I still think this is probably one of, if not the best Sonic 3D game out there. <laughs> I, ooh, I respectfully disagree, but I... I I welcome your opinion, Justin. And I do like Shadow as well. I like Shadow the Hedgehog as well. And finally, Triforce Tony wrote in and said, Oh shit, here we go. This game is terrible, glitchy. It's aged horribly. I'm so ready for Angry Adam on this. Your fucking wish is my command, Triforce Tony. For those of you that don't like the episodes where I just constantly yell over my guests and get really, really mad, you might want to shut this one off and go listen to one of the other episodes because Angry Adam is in the house and he's fucking ready to go. Let's talk Sonic Adventure 2. I'm going to cue up some music. Which I recommend you maybe just repeat this part of the podcast and just listen to the music. It's by far the best part of this fucking game. But when it finally stops, we are going to talk Sonic Adventure 2, which originally released on the Sega Dreamcast worldwide on June 23rd, 2001. And a dark fucking day it was. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting is a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it, Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. Okay, I, <laughs> I don't even, I, this episode, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know what this episode is going to be. I don't know if I'm going to get angry. We're just going to laugh at it. I don't know. Maybe Kate is going to fucking somehow sway me to switch sides and join the team of all these Sonic Adventureites that love this fucking game. I don't know. But 
it's oh god it's time to talk sonic adventure 2 and joining me via the blank phone this week is as mentioned my friend kate kate what's up how are you it's been 15 seconds how are you angry already i i have been i have been angry at this video game since i started playing it and i that was like a month ago this one our november no our december patreon poll so i played it over the holidays and when I had to find a guest, you were quite vocal that like you like, and I'm not going to get mad. I promise. I, well, I might get mad, but I'm not going to get mad at you. Like you like this game. Yes. Yes. It's so much fun. How can you not like it? Okay. And that's what a few people have said. There are members of our community that are like, no, this game's like one of my favorite games ever. And I love this game. And like, I went online and looked at the reviews and it's got like really good reviews online and stuff like that. Like, and I just, I, 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 I don't get how it's got, like, I just, I, I, I you're letting your Sega discrimination get in the way. No, here. I mean, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's that I'm an anti-Sagite and it's well known. And maybe that's all it is. Maybe it's just, I don't know, but I, I, I'm looking right now. It has an 89 on Metacritic on the Dreamcast. Now for, for record, the GameCube version has a 73 on Metacritic. And I should get this out of the way. I played the Xbox 360 port, the Sonic Adventure yeah. 2 battle on my Xbox. I do not have a Dreamcast here. Having said that, I'm willing to bet that like the core gameplay has not changed between one and no, the it's other. Pretty much the same. It's pretty, it's much, pretty the much the same. same. Okay. Now, where did you like? Did you play like? I never. Been, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. Like, I know you were a Sega kid growing up, but like, were you a Dreamcast? Are you one of those weirdos? And I like the Dreamcast, but are you one of the weirdos that had a Dreamcast? So I never got a Dreamcast. I was already on to like PlayStation and Nintendo by then. However, um, one of my roommates in my first stint at college bought a Dreamcast for mm. our apartment and introduced me to the wonderful world of Dreamcast. Weirdos, okay. I guess. So that's where <laughs> I first played it. Okay. For the record, like, so I don't take shit from everybody. I have been a staunch defender. I think that the Sega Dreamcast, the Nintendo GameCube, and the PlayStation Vita are the three most underrated video game consoles of all time. I really do. And I think the GameCube maybe a little less because people love the GameCube, but like the Dreamcast deserved a better fate. I'm I'm in our merch store. We've got to never forget the Sega Dreamcast shirt. Like I am pro Sega Dreamcast. The only reason I call people that had one a weirdo is because like I don't really think I knew anybody that had one because that was from the generation where there was also the Xbox, the PS2 and the GameCube. Like, imagine if Sega, like, dude, right now there's the Switch, the Xbox series, everything's the PS5. Imagine if there was like a Sega Eclipse or something out there as well. <laughs> like how crowded the gaming world would be. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not coming down on the Dreamcast. It's just, I didn't know a lot of people that had it. So. It's I don't like even, a cult classic. It is. It really is. It is. It's like that. It's, it's, it's like that fucking movie that like you know is great but you don't want everybody else to know it's great because you're like this is my exactly. little movie i feel like yeah. that about the tampa bay rays i've used that analogy so i get it i okay i don't even know where to fucking start here did you okay did you play the first one did you play the original sonic adventure i have dabbled in it i couldn't tell you anything about it okay i we've covered that one on the podcast in the past and i gotta say i don't hate that game i think it's fine and the thing is, is like, I like Sonic. I think Sonic's an awesome character. I've gone on this tirade many times. 
I think that everything he does outside of video games are better than his video games. I think his comic books, his movies, his TV shows, all his Lego. Lego. The Lego, right? That Lego is so fucking awesome. I love it. I just think his games kind of suck. And I think his transition to 3D was not elegant. But the original Sonic Adventure was was okay. It, I didn't love it, but it was okay. So I was excited for this one. And when you fire this game up, Kate, let's just I want to start on something positive, okay? When you when the 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 first level of Sonic Adventure 2 cuz you can either play as the good guys or the bad guys. And yeah. I like I don't know about you. I I played as the good guys first. Yes. Yeah, of course. You have to, right? And that first level where you're Sonic and you're ripping around in the city and everything like that, out fucking standing. Outstanding. That I assume that was the demo level that they fucking used to sell people on this game. But like to I trick them into playing it. What's that? To trick them into playing it? Yeah, to trick them into playing it. That's exactly what I think it is. Because I'm like, dude, if the rest of the game was as good as that first level, we wouldn't be doing this today. I wouldn't be sitting here like trying not to bleed all over my microphone because I just I'm so angry. I like the fr- I was playing it on stream the first level and I'm like Okay, fuck yeah. It looks great. Plays pretty good. The music is outstanding. And I'm like, this is fucking right. Good. They did it. This is great. I love it. But But then... But then you play as Tails. And I gotta just... Here we go. I'm giving you the floor. I'm gonna shut up. Can you defend or did you enjoy... The tails levels. I'm just asking. I'll shut up. The floor is yours until I until you're done. So they are not as good as the other levels. However, I don't think they make me want to jump off a cliff the same way they make you want to. <sighs> it's they they are definitely they're definitely frustrating. I will give you that. The controls I don't think the controls in general of this game are awesome, but the tails levels are exceptionally bad. However, I think that in order to get some sort of different levels in the game, I appreciate what Sega tried to accomplish by adding in the Tails levels. Okay. And now there, and now there, that's my first, my first major, oh, and listen, for the record, everybody, I would like to end this podcast by talking about the things I liked. So like, get ready for a fucking sewer pipe of shit, but I want to end it on something nice. In Sonic Adventure, the original, like you you beat the game as Sonic and then you go through and you play it a second time as Tails and it's almost like you're seeing what was happening uh, to Tails during the Sonic storyline. But you get to play as Tails. Like you run around and he jumps in the air and does his thing where his two fucking Tails spin around and he does his little shitty float. And like, I hate Tails to begin with, but at least they're like, all right, you get to play as Tails. Why? Kate, why? Why? Do they have to make the Sonic, like, the Sonic levels, at least you play as Sonic. You run around really fast, and you jump around, and you pick up rings, and you do the shit that Sonic what does. The Tails levels, why did you put them in a fucking tank? And why is it suddenly, like, a crappy third-person shooter where every, all you have to do is mass shoot? Because all of your bullets home in on everything. And that's not even to mention the way the camera gets stuck behind walls or behind blocks. And I just, I, it is so boring. And I just don't understand why not just let us play as Tails. 
like he's like do you like tails the character as a whole are you pro tails uh i think he's kind of a wuss yes he is he is a fucking wuss so maybe so maybe that's why they put him in the tank but they that's want him to be safe no you, fuck you that heard, you heard you heard the voice acting right he sounds like a seven-year-old like they gotta <laughs> make sure he's okay he does he does which by the way for the record, at the end of the episode when we talk positives, the voice acting is in my positives. I want to just talk about that. I I love the voice acting. Love the fucking voice acting in this game. But we'll get there. I so the oh, when you play as Sonic and when you play as Shadow, it like everyone was telling me that. They're like, "Well, dude, when you play as Sonic, you play as Shadow, the game is fun." I'll concede that point. I don't think it handles super well. I think some of the later levels, which I'll get into a bit, they they drive me a little crazy with Sonic. But by and large, yeah. It's 3D Sonic. You get what you came for. That's what it is. But like a third of the levels are you playing this fucking stupid, like either Robotnik or Tails. It's the same thing. And like, like you don't even have to aim, Kate. You just hit shoot. Like what the shit? What? I said pretty much. Why? It's like like a nice balance. It's because you go so fast in the other ones, in the the Sonic level. You gotta slow it down a bit. You gotta be mellow. You're a psycho. You gotta calm me down. You gotta bring down your heart rate a bit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, your adrenaline was so pumped up in the five times you died on that Sonic level that now we're just gonna, like, slow it down. It fucking... (laughs) Exactly. No, they fucking suck. I hate them. I hate the Tails levels so much. But now, listen. I'm, like, all over the map. I'm so... For anyone that's like, oh, he doesn't sound like he likes this game very much. This is legitimately in the bottom... It's bottom five games I've played for the podcast by far. I can't decide if it's bottom three yet, but I hate it. The Tales levels, I can't be convinced there's like... There's no challenge. And the thing is, listen, I was... And I'm, I'm curious if you know the answer to this or not. But like, you know how you get a letter grade at the end of every level? Yeah. Like, someone told me with the Tales and Robotnik levels, the... The less you shoot, the better better grade you'll get. Is that because like I just mass yeah. shoot and ran through? Because you're supposed to, you're supposed to like hold on to it right and get more than one enemy at once, or like those guys that have the six little things on them. Yeah. And so when you let out more missiles with less shots, it makes your score go up. But it's like you you were you were strategic. Okay, and I I can kind of understand that, but like, why make them so? Why are they so boring? Like, why is it just, 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 all you have to do is nail a few jumps. And as long as you can hold shoot, you'll be fine. I, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I, I. I agree that the Tails levels left a lot to be desired. Okay. Now I'll ask you, would you have preferred it? And if you're doing it, it's fine. Do you like like do you like that format better or would you have preferred levels just like the Sonic levels but you play as Tails and maybe they're a little bit slower with a little bit more of an emphasis on his floating and stuff like that. I'm just curious cuz I would have much preferred it if he just let me play as Tails personally. I, I agree, but I don't know what they would have done then on the on the Robotnik or the Eggman side. What cuz dude's kind of fat and can't float. So <laughs> every, every everything neared mirrored on the dark side right so i don't know what they would have done but i yeah like if they did more like a puzzly like type of level with tails sure because sure. 
like I said, I, I agree. The especially when the con you're controlling in that tank, it's uh, it's not the best. Like they've decided that Tails is like a genius or whatever, which I guess he kind of was even back in the early days, because like even as early as Sonic Two, like when he debuted, he flies the plane that you can stand yeah, exactly. on. So I get that. Like Tails seems to have like he's the Donatello of the group, which I respect immensely. I understand that, but like then put him in the plane. Like why why can't they be like levels where it's like you're like flying like side scrolling or behind the plane and then Robotnik could be the same where he's in like a flying device like I gotta be honest I love the concept of being able to play as the villains and the heroes I love that I I really fucking love that idea but like I don't get why they had to mirror each other so well because it's like in case in point like I didn't like this game and so when I finally finished it as the heroes I was like oh for fuck's sakes I literally have to do the exact same fucking thing as the villains do you know what i'm saying like why couldn't they have been different like why i i mean maybe it's just too much development to come up with six different types of gameplay i don't know um yeah it's, and i bet you they probably wouldn't have been able to measure everything up either like if if sonic and shadow are like rivals then and you have to try and make shadows levels completely different than sonic's levels but they're both they're like the same thing right but that like what, what right. exactly could you make up differently yeah, sure. And I I agree with you. But, like, that's my other point is it's, like, I love the idea of playing as the good guys and the villains. But, like, if you want to do that, like, Sonic and Shadow, this – okay, I'm, like, we're going to get back to Tails. I haven't even fucking started on Knuckles yet. I'm fucking – I'm not even fucking close to done. But, like, here's the thing. When you buy this game, you look at the cover. When I downloaded this game, I'm looking at the cover art right fucking now. You know who's on the cover of this game? Sonic and Shadow. And it's, like, fucking A. I like Sonic. Shadow, like, I know we all know who Shadow is now, but, like, when this game came out, it, he was a cool idea that there's, like, this evil, like, I'm a huge Venom fan from Spider-Man, so, like, I'm all about, like, that evil version of the hero type thing, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. fucking right, we get to play as Sonic and Shadow. This is my, this is, like, at the end of the day, this is my single biggest gripe with this fucking game. When you play through the, the two uh, stories, campaigns, whatever, you literally spend about a third of the game playing as the two guys on the cover. Dude, in like seven or eight fucking villain levels, you play as, as Shadow twice. And it's like, literally, this is who's on, like, the, 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 the fucking game is called Sonic. Like, let me play as fucking Sonic. If you want me to play as the good guys and the bad guys, make the whole game you play as Sonic and you play as Shadow. Do you know what I'm you like? Got the operative word. It's called Sonic Adventure. Oh, you dude, have to fuck. go on the whole adventure. Listen, Mark McHugh. I don't know who the fuck you <laughs> think you are dropping your little science facts <laughs> on me here, but it's not. It's not Sonic Adventure. It's like you know what it is. It's assorted Sega characters featuring Sonic and Shadow. That's what it should have fucking been called. At least then it would have been accurate. That is my single oh. biggest gripe. I I would be fucking. Floored if you ran a poll of a mil I just I'm okay. I'm before I say what I want to say, Kate, you like this game more than me. No wrong answers. Yeah. I just want to know. Sonic and Shadow are one type of levels. Tails and Robotnik are another type. Knuckles and what is it, Rogue the Bat? Yeah. That's the third type of level. First, second, and third. How would you rank them from most fun to least fun? I'm just curious. Like what type of level do you like the most? Sonic, Knuckles, Tails. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Like, I'd go Sonic, Tails, Knuckles. But the point is, I guarantee if you ran a poll of a million people that have played this game, 95 plus percent of them, maybe all of them, are going to say the Sonic and Shadow levels are the best levels in the game. Right? That's, That's fair? That's probably true. Pardon me? Yeah. 
That's true. Yeah, absolutely. So then why not just make that the game? Like, they're so much more fun. Like, they're exactly what you want Sonic to be. Cool music playing. You're running around fast. You're doing loop-de-loops and shit like that. Like, why? 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 Do you, don't come at me with, oh, you gotta let your fucking heart slow down. Bullshit. All it did was speed my fucking heart up because I kept getting mad. <laughs> why on earth? Would you fucking make one level the level we all want and then make us go through two weird fucking shitty levels before you come back to fucking, oh, I don't, I look don't how, get look it. how innovative it is. It's not innovative. This, is, this, game, this game is what, like 20 years old? Yes, look it at, is. Look at how many different things you can do on one video game disc. No, fuck. It's innovative. No, it isn't. It's not fucking, you know what? This game is why Sega died. I'll fucking put my, that's, there you, and I want, I'll, you can fucking quote me on that. This game, because I'm telling you, if I, I'm not joking, like, okay, I'm sorry, everybody, I'm fucking, I'm, I fuck, I hate this fucking game. If you, like, how old were you when you played this? Give or take. Uh, I don't mean to age you, I'm sorry. 18, no, that's fine, I was 18 or 19 when I first played it in college. Okay, okay, so you're 18 or 19 years old. Listen, I, Everybody has got a game that has maybe some warts, but you love it anyway. Everybody's got them. I have them. I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that Bart versus the Space Mutants is a good game. It's not, but I like it. I'm also not going to sit here and tell you that the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the NES is a good game. It is, but I get why some people would hate it, and that's fine. I grew up playing those games, so I love them. I understand that. So I'm not going to sit here and fucking pretend I'm holier than thou and I don't like bad games because I do. I think if, uh, I, I would, I'm trying to think of how to say this. Cause I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but like, I would love to know what percentage of people that have been sticking up for this game and loving it grew up playing it. And what percentage of people that stick up for this game and voted for it and love it played it in the last three or four years for the first time. Do you, does that That's make sense? Fair. Like I'm sure, I'm sure that if my five-year-old niece picked this up right now, she'd probably call me an idiot. And I don't know if she knows the word idiot, but she'd probably <laughs> learn it just to call me one. I, I, I could see how, like, listen, especially, and like, I don't usually like to go down, on, like, go down on a game. Uh, that's not true. I talk about sucking game dick all the time. That's the last thing. <laughs> I, um, that's a bad choice of words. I don't mean to come down on this game. That's a much better phrase. I don't mean to come down on this game for the warts it has because it's 20 years old, because I understand that, like, the Nintendo 64, the original PlayStation, the Dreamcast, and then to a lesser extent, the Xbox, PS2, GameCube, those are the, those are the baby steps of 3D. Like, of, like, figure, like, I get it. So, like, Listen, I like I shit on Ocarina of Tim all the time, and I've finally made pin. And I finally made. Do you like that game, by the way? Do you like Ocarina? Yes. Okay, I, it's fine. I, it's I can live with that. All right, it's fucking better than this fucking game. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> like Mario sixty four. I've been quite critical of that game, but I understand that it's a product of the time. But here's the thing: when it comes to Sonic Adventure two, this is what drives me crazy. Number one, I and I'm I'm I'm, I'm almost done. We haven't even gotten to the fucking Knuckles levels yet. I do not understand the point of switching up the game style. Like, why not just let me play as Sonic and Shadow? Those are the people, like, if I had bought this game with my own hardware, because, like, this game came out in 2001, 2002, like, in North America. Like, back in those days, like, I was still buying games, like, one a month at Tops because it was all I could afford to buy. Like, I couldn't just afford to buy games on a whim because I felt like playing a new game. So you had to do yeah. your research and make a game count. If I bought this, I would have been legitimately, I would have been pissed off because I'm like, I would have bought it to play as Sonic and this new badass looking Venom Sonic. And you barely do. 
Like, I don't get that. Like, forget stuff like the, the camera sucks and things like that, which I fucking agree with as well. And I think it's inexcusable, but that's not the point. Like, I, like, I don't know. I, I don't I don't mean to keep throwing it back to you and being like, hey, did you hear what I just said for five minutes? Do you agree? But like, do you know what I'm saying though? Like, I really am just, I don't, I respect innovation and trying something different and stuff like that. But like Sonic Adventure, the original was a pretty well-received game. And all you did was play as like different characters all on their feet running around this world. Why couldn't it have just been that again? I'm legit, like, I'm not even trying to be an asshole. Like I'm legitimately like, that's probably my biggest criticism is like, why not give me what I paid for? It'd be like a Mario game that you buy and then two thirds of the games, you don't get to do anything with Mario. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I can't get behind that. Do you like, I don't know. Like, does it not, like, I think it's just innovation. I think it's just them trying to do something different, right? Because in all the old Sonics, you generally could play as other characters, but it was the same 2D platforming. Yeah. But, so which is which is great obviously like if it ain't broke don't fix it but i think i think it was just them trying to do something a little different and have more than just sprinting from one side to the other i guess i i just like i i, I won't say it was the right decision sure. but okay. I, I think i think it was a chance to try and separate themselves which they may have not done that great but i still think it's fun ah uh, it just like you know what i think bothers me the most how good the first level is because it's like you showed us what this could be. Do you know what I mean? And like, yeah. I feel like I, like, I don't know, but like in, it, to me, it feels like 75% of the development time was spent on that first level. And they got it. So like they fucking polished that stone to just like perfection. And it was like, this is, I had so much fun playing that first level. I loved the music and the colors and Sonic running fast. And I was like, fuck yeah, buddy, this is sick. And then it just, like, it just, it just, ah, oh, I fucking, anyway. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe, like, I know nothing about video game development, but maybe that's it. Is that the Sonic and Shadow levels because they're meant to be played so fast or whatever? Maybe they were harder to make, so they just were like, "Okay, well, we've got like three of these. Let's go screw up the rest of the game." Then. Yeah, maybe that's maybe maybe that's what it is. I just fucking drives me nuts. So, so if you've not played the game, when you play a Sonic or you play a Shadow, you're running around through the city, grabbing it's Sonic, right? You run through the city. I think can we all like? I'll ask you uh, before I share my opinion on him. What do you think of Shadow? Like as a whole, like is he? Do you think he's cool or do you think he's kind of lazy and like cliche? I, I like it because he still is like, he kind of reminds you of Sonic because Sonic like is the save the world guy, but in Sonic's like character and lore is kind of, for lack of a better word, douchey as well. Yeah. So I, I kind of think, I like how they mirror each other. Me too. But yeah. I, I like Shadow. I think, I think he's a badass. Yeah, I, I do too. To be honest with you, I'm a, I'm a, I really, now have you ever, did you ever play the Shadow the Hedgehog game? That one where he's got the two guns no. or fucking whatever it is? No, I did not. Okay. I played it for like a few minutes and I was like, this, I hate this fucking game, but I do like shadow. I think I like, frankly, of all of the, I think there's a lot of shitty characters in the Sonic world. Like, I think like oh, oh, big, the cat almost gave me a fucking aneurysm. I never want to <laughs> like, I fuck. I hate that. I hate that cat more than I hate echo. The dolphin. I hate him so much. Echo wow. the, I hate him. Echo the, or echo the dolphin. Wow. Well, echo sucks too, but big, the cat, fucking sucks i'm not the biggest tails fan but i don't hate him because of the character i just don't like he fits the he's he's a, he's a staple he's luigi i just you know he just bugs me 
I think Knuckles is fucking awesome. Uh, Amy drives me nuts. Big the Cat fucking sucks. Like, I think there's a lot of... I, I think Mecha Sonic or whatever his name is is kind of neat. Metal Sonic. Is that what he's called? Metal Sonic? Yeah. 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 He's yeah. neat. But, like, I think Shadow's a really fucking cool idea. And the fact that, like... And I might be wrong, but I think how it works is it was, like, Dr. Eggman's dad or grandpa or something that like, created him or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think so. Like, that's a really cool fucking character. Uh, I like that idea. I like where they're going. I'm like, cool. That's fucking great. I, I, it's just that, like, after that, I'm just like, dude, now you... Like, I don't care about... Like, playing as, as Dr. Robotnik is kind of neat, but I'd rather just play as Sonic. Because like you said, at the end of the day, unless you're going to give him, like, some badass, awesome ship to control, like, what can you do with Dr. Eggman? He's a, he's a beach ball on toothpicks. Like, you can't... <laughs> like, like what else are you going to... Like, I don't know what else you could do with him, right? You know? He's, he sucks. Exactly. Um, and then Knuckles, I think, is rad. I've always thought Knuckles is a really cool fucking character. Rogue the Bat, I don't really care about her. I feel like she's literally... I'd be interested to know if you think otherwise. In my opinion, like she is only there so that they had a villain way to play the Knuckles levels. I think so. Like I, I don't really see the point otherwise. Right? Like I just think well, she's actually actually there were two points, but there was what? They they made her like Tomb Raider. It oh, was great. Christ. Don't ever <laughs> di don't you ever disrespect Mrs. Croft like that again. Ever. I fucking well, Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. It was it, it was the world of the polygons, and I think it's funny that that was what we talked about a few months ago. Oh Jesus, she wrote like they're back again. Rogue the Bat just feels like they were like, hey, we need a Catwoman in our fucking system. Like, maybe about yep. Batwoman, but like, I just like I get that she's like a jewel thief or whatever. She's like a, a fucking cat burglar, and Robotnik's like, okay, I can trust you. You can steal jewels for me. But like, I just I just think she's such a like a shitty fucking character i just do i just think she sucks i just think she's a shitty character knuckles is rad now yeah. let's oh god here we go knuckles is great knuckles levels in this game i i they to me give me a game of tales and robotnik levels before you make me play a knuckles fucking bat level again that was when wow. I, and I'm, and I'll, and I'll shut up because I want to hear why you like them. But I'm just going to say that was when I finally rage quit this game. For anyone wondering how much I played, I put 20 hours in this fucking game. I beat it as the heroes. And then I got to the level as the villains where uh, Rogue needs to find a bunch of pieces of an emerald in this like military facility. And you're on like a five minute timer and the, they disappear and they just like, they, they go to random locations every time. And I, I just gave up. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I, I just, I like the temple levels. I just ran around and ran around and ran around in circles. This fucking spaceship level or whatever the fuck it was. I just, I fucking, I hated it. I, if you've not played these levels, I'm going to shut up and let Kate explain what she likes about them. Cause I'm interested to know, but if you've never played them, when you play as knuckles or rogue, the bat, you have to look for three shards of a crystal. And you basically, it's like, um, like hot and cold maybe is the way to describe it. And there's yeah. like a crystal that flashes at the bottom when you start getting close. And as you get closer, it beep, 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 beep. And eventually you find the crystal and then you go looking for another one. Uh, I hate them. So I'll shut up. You said that they're your second. Why do you? I, I'll shut up. What do you think of them? I'll, I'll shut up. I'm done. I'm done. I got to calm down anyway. So, go ahead. So first of all, I think the music in these levels are really good. Agreed. So I'll just I'll just start off with that because the soundtrack of the game is good. The music in these levels are really good. Um, 
Secondly, I, I like the competition of it. I will say that the camera sucks, the controls suck. However, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. It's like, it's not like games now where there's 500 collectibles in a game and you have no idea where they are, but it's like, it's got an end. It has an end. You find three pieces and you're done. Right. Some of them are definitely more annoying than others, like the temple levels and the water levels, but I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of an interesting little puzzle and you can get clues and everything. So yeah, I don't, I don't mind it as much. I liked the clue system, but I thought the clues fucking sucked. <laughs> like the clue, I mean, like, like I'd love, the, like I'd love the clue idea, but then you'd read it and it'd be like in a square and you're like, Oh, well this whole fucking level is made of squares. So that all right. It's not in that one circle. Thanks. Thanks computer. Fucking. Ugh. I now listen, I will say that like the, the controls suck, but I will also say that like, I find these, I find knuckles and rogue to be the funnest characters to just like free, free ball control them. Like the gliding and yeah. the climbing walls, like I'll get like I think that's so much. That's what I wanted to do with fucking knuckles was glide around or part of me with tails. Like I think they're fun to to control, um, until you need to do something specific. Like how many times do you get stuck trying to climb a wall, and you're like, oh fuck, no, I guess there's like a ceiling there. You're trying to turn around this fucking corner, then you jump off it, but then he glides all the way away, and you're trying to get back to where the oh my god, and then it's fucking beeping, but then it's not beeping anymore. The fucking level. Ugh. do you remember the level that's like a pumpkin patch graveyard thing yep. in the fucking sky yep. i hate that was the level that broke me that was the that was really? the level that turned me against this game for good was that fucking oh it was not it was the nightmare before a good video game it is terrible <laughs> like, i hated it i hated that level so much and then you mentioned the temple uh oh dude because they both go into that temple, like the old pyramid or whatever the fuck it is. And yeah. you just run around in circles and just hope that it's going to start beeping. And then it finally starts beeping, but then you can't figure out where it is. And like, oh my God, Kate, I don't know if you're going to remember this. I was so fucking mad. I dug into this wall where it was beeping like yellow. I dug into this wall a dozen times and I was like, it's not working. And then finally I dug into the wall again and it worked. It turned out you had to dig into the right portion of the wall. Do you know what I'm yeah, talking about? Just, it'd be like grabbing a beer. If the beer's in the fridge and you're in the bathroom, you can't just grab the don't beer. Don't you fucking, don't even, don't you fucking, no. You know what? No, no, no. You gotta no, get no. it right. No, you no, got, no. You have to get it right. I'll, you are on the verge of no more Hall of Fame. And I swore that I wouldn't oh. be mad. And I swore that I would just let you have your, you're just fucking with me. That is such crap. You can't, it doesn't even, it's like a square panel on the wall and it doesn't even beep more or less depending on where I am on the wall. It just beeps while I'm holding the wall, but I have to drill in the exact right spot to fucking get through. It is, oh my, mm, mother. I'm very triggered right now. I'm done. I'm fucking i hated those levels so much and the thing about it is like you said the music is dope and like knuckles in particular is such a cool character he's just fun to play yeah. as so again why not just let us play a level as knuckles why can't he just play a level like why do i have to why does it all have to be nothing but this like shitty scavenger hunt i don't 
I don't like innovation. No, it's just it's variety for the sake of variety. Like you, dude, you fucking literally said it like 20 minutes ago. If it's not broken, don't fix it. But they decided to try to fix it anyway, and it's just it's fucking here. Here comes my anti-Sega bias. Here it comes. It's just fucking Sega being the fuck ups that they are. Every time they come up with something good, they have to fuck it up. The Genesis was great. Let's throw the 32X on it. Let's throw the Sega CD on it. Let's create the Sega Saturn that nobody fucking asked for instead of just going right to the Dreamcast. And then when they finally had something good in the Dreamcast, everybody was like, you already fucked us with the 32X and the Sega CD and the Sega Saturn. We don't fucking trust you anymore. And it was the same fucking thing in this game. They laid out such a great fucking tablecloth with Sonic Adventure where it was just fun to play as all these characters that you knew except for Big the Cat. He's the fucking worst. And it was in this fucking big 3D game and it was fun and bright and colorful and cool and it was like should we just do that again but create an evil Sonic so you could play it twice and they were like no let's make Tails drive a fucking spaceship where you just mash A all the time and let's just make Knuckles go on more shitty fucking scavenger hunts and it's like you got in your own fucking way again everybody I'm sorry Kate I'll be almost done everybody shits on Mario some games for being like oh it's just the same shit new Super Mario Brothers sucks it's just the same shit I don't care if you want to call me a fanboy or fucking whatever, but if it's not broken, you don't fix it. And there's a reason Mario games sell like gangbusters every time they launch. And there's a reason that every time a Sonic game comes out, people are like, oh, Jesus, what is this going to be? It's just like Sonic 2006. It's just like the one where Sonic becomes a fucking werewolf. It's all this other... There's an open world Sonic game coming out later this year on next-gen hardware. That should be absolutely epic. That should be the... I should... You should be so fucking excited for that game and i'm sure i feel just like a whole bunch of you where i'm like i hope it's fun but i have no faith that sega's not gonna fuck it up because as great a company as they are and as cool a character as sonic is they just always find a way to fuck him up and they did it with this one too and i refuse to i'm not i'm done i'm not taking any more fucking analogies about it's a bathroom with a beer in the fucking fridge and blah blah blah. it's just fucking stupid and i hate it and I hate the Tails levels. I hate the Robotnik levels. I hate the Knuckles levels. I especially hate Rogue the Bat because she fucking sucks. And it's like, I bought a game with Sonic and Shadow on a cover. Let me fucking play as Sonic and Shadow. Done. Thank you. Sorry, I lost you at Sonic or at Sega were fuck-ups. Oh, and, yeah, uh, John, I fuck, I my, hate you I went so into much. my echo chamber of Sega fans for a bit. I fuck, I hate I'm you I'm back so now, much. though. Uh, it's just like, but like, do you know what I'm like? And I, like, I was a partially comedic rant, but partially serious. Like, I love Sonic, and I'm like, why can't you guys just fucking make a Sonic game? Like, why can't it just be a fucking good Sonic game? Like, do you know what I mean? Uh, I agree. As a video game fan, I agree that they shouldn't be fucking with a formula that works. And I do appreciate their their attempt to innovate. But yes, I would agree that this game would be more fun with just Sonic levels. And I also and very cautiously optimistic about the new game coming out because I don't want it to suck. Agreed. I Listen, it is on my like most anticipated games of 2022 list. I really want that game to be good. And I think the idea of ripping around a giant open world on next-gen hardware as Sonic the Hedgehog, in theory, sounds fucking excellent. But I just like, I'm like, please don't fucking make me go on shitty scavenger hunts as a Catwoman bat thing. Like, please just let me play as Sonic, you know? Um... There's a couple other things I wanted to get into before we get into the the goods because I really do want to end it on a positive note. Uh, that was the that rant has been building inside of me for a month. Like that felt. I feel like I just threw up. Like when I'm at the bar 
and I'm like so close. <laughs> and now I'm now I'm ready to like uh, rally. Like I can rally now. Let's fucking I'm feel better. I'm good. Um, Perfect. I will say uh, I didn't. Do you? I don't know how much you're gonna remember because I know it's been a while since you played this game. But near the end, you're like in outer space and you're playing as like Sonic and you're on these like weird platforms where the uh, gravity is always changing directions. Yeah. Do you remember that part? Kind of. I I loved the concept. I love the whole idea of Sonic being in space. And like it works so good when you do the stuff like where you hit the B and you just do like the golden ring trail, like and you just loop around and like land somewhere. Or when he's riding down yeah. all the rails and shit. Um it, it I will say though, like, there are moments where the platforming in this game fucking drives me bananas. It comes back to that camera. I don't understand why they weren't able to figure out the camera by this game. Um, no, it's, it's garbage, but it is, but like, but when it's working, it's a lot of fun. And like, I thought the outer space levels, well, I like, do you want to, do you understand the story of this game at all? No, like, I, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to, I have no idea what's happening. Like, do you remember there's like a cutscene where the president is in a limo and then Dr. Eggman pops up on his TV and is like, I'm going to destroy the world. But then Sonic comes through the sunroof of the limo and he's like, I'll go to Egypt to the pyramids so we can go to outer space to top Robotnik. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. and I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I'm not playing it for the story. I, I actually, I actually really respect the fact that they tried, but I have no fucking idea what was going on. I do love that they threw a president in there. I think that's fucking Good. rad. Good guys versus bad guys. Bad guys, bad. Good guys beat bad guys. Right. Save like, world. I want a Mario game where Mario deals with the president. I think that'd be so fucking... <laughs> like, that would be so fucking... Ex I actually like that part. Um, the two things that people kept bringing up to me were that the multiplayer was a lot of fun, which I I'm going to be all like, I don't listen, everybody. Maybe it is. Uh, I did not play the multiplayer at all. And Kate, you said you didn't really play it either. Yeah, I can. I can remember... I, I feel like there was the the scavenger hunts against each other mm -hmm. and like racing against each other. I think that's what I remember. And, and to be honest, like I think both of those do sound like more fun. Like the idea, like that scavenger hunt mode would be 10 times more fun against somebody else. Uh, yeah. But like, I don't buy these games for like fucking Mario party, mini game adventures. Like I want to play the, the story. Like, is that a fair, yeah. like, right? Like you want to play the story. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they're, I think you just add those in there for your little brother. Right. Right. Exactly. And it's sure. Like, that's great that the racing games are stuff and fun or are fun. But like for all of you that are like, whoa, you're missing out. If you didn't play out the multiplayer, I understand that maybe those are some of the better parts of the game, but like, I can't be convinced that that would have saved the game. Like I bought this game to play as Sonic the Hedgehog. I didn't buy it to play racing against my, my brother. Um, what if you don't have friends? Exactly. And I don't. So you're telling me because I don't have friends that this game's not good? Like, I no. Fuck that noise. Um, and then the other thing that people kept bringing up, I don't even know how to say these. Is it chow? Chow? Yeah, chow. Okay. Chow. Are you Okay. Like, I, and listen, like, I ask if you're sure because I get in trouble every time I say something wrong. And I thought it might be KO, like Chaos Emerald, because it's the first four letters of chaos. That's fair. But like, I've, I've always said chow, but like I get confused on rogue too because I don't know if it's supposed to be rogue or rouge. So right. I just kind of pronounce things how I think they should be pronounced. Say, dude, me too. And it got <laughs> piece of advice. You'll get in trouble for that. I fucking get in trouble for it all the fucking time. But I'm positive. I won't. I, I won't read the. I won't read the reviews. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Don't read the comments on this one. Um. 
I'm positive in the game they called her Rogue, which is why I went with that. But I thought it might be Rouge yeah. as well. But anyway, uh, these these Chow things. I had a ton of people telling me the best part of the game is raising these Chows. Um, yeah. I I'm gonna let I'm gonna lay out for a minute and let you if you have any experiences with it. I'm interested, just because I know people are wondering. I did try it. Uh, I can see how it would be fun, particularly on the Dreamcast where you had that little portable memory card that was like a little Tamagotchi or whatever the fuck it was called. Um, yeah. but at the end of the day to me, like that would be like saying, uh, final fantasy 10 sucks, but Blitzball is awesome. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, sure. It, maybe it's got a great mini game in it, but you don't buy a video game to play the little mini game that's in it. So I'm not coming down on anyone that loves these chow things. I just, I played with them a bit and I was like, these, I'm not interested. I'm not yay or nay on them. I just, I didn't care. Again, it, it, if it's, if the game, if the best part of the game is the chows, then call it chow adventure featuring Sonic. Like I <laughs> bought the game for Sonic, not for the chows. But now you said you, you played with it a bit back in your heyday. So like, am I missing yeah. out? Like, are they fun? I, I think it's kind of like a fun little mini game and it's, Nice of Sega, I think this goes with the multiplayer too, just to include something that once you're done the campaign, that there's something else you can go back and do, right? Right. Because um, it's like, like you said, they're basically like little Tamagotchis that you can raise how you want and battle with them and race with them and things like that. That's what I remember anyway, were little like battles against other, other chows and things like that. So right. I thought it was kind of interesting and they, it was again like a, a low blood pressure thing where you could go and play with your chows and sometimes they you could put watermelons and eggs on their head and it was funny and <laughs> just like a almost like a comedic stupid little thing that was just like you chill for an hour and screw around with them right like like to me like they're the reason they were prime like and maybe i'm wrong i'm not saying this with any authority but like to me like the reason they were put into the game was because it was an excuse to or a way to make use of the the Dreamcast memory card technology, like those little That's portable screens, right? Like that, it was almost yeah. like a like respectfully like a glorified tech demo for these things. Yeah. Um, and and the thing is, is like when you play it on anything other than a Dreamcast, which is probably where most people are playing it today, like the GameCube version or I played the Xbox 360 version of stuff. I don't have this little portable screen, and I've got three million options to to raise little creatures on my like there's tons of games out there where I can raise little creatures and stuff like that. If I want to, um, yeah. I'm not shitting on it. I just, again, like if that's the primary, I just, I'm not coming down on anybody's opinion, but like 90% of the people that came to me defending this game were like, well, the best parts of the game were the multiplayer and the chow mini game. And I'm like, do you not like, I get it, but do you not see why I think this game is overrated as fuck then? when the two best parts are the little add-on minigame multiplayer modes and the little Blitzball, Triple Triad, whatever you want to call it, fucking Gwent-style minigame. Like, those should be, like, the icing on the cake. Those shouldn't be a cake where, like, you only scrape off the icing but don't eat the cake because the cake sucks. <laughs> like, I, think, I, I think the same thing, though, if you go back to 20 years ago when you're not, you don't have access to Game Pass and you're not buying a game a week. Mm-hmm. They, they got to make it last, right? Until okay. their next Sonic game comes out. So they have to somehow bring you back as a kid who might only get one game every six months. So I, I can see that, that yeah. part of it. I can too. And I will say, like, you mentioned the innovation. Like, I, 
I refuse to acknowledge innovation when it comes to the tails and knuckles levels. I just fucking hate them. But I will, I will acknowledge the innovation here because you're right. Like in an air, like I've famously ranted about Kirby's Dreamland and about how much I like that game, but how that was the first game I bought with my own money as a kid and I beat it in an hour and I was pissed that I was like, well, what a waste of my own money. Like that I bought this game that I like, because you're right, back in those days, like a lot of people only get one or two games, you know, maybe you get a game every six months that you can play. Um, I do, I absolutely will, will give credit to the innovation of the Chows because it's like, that is absolutely a reason to keep going back to playing this game that you might've beaten type thing. Um, if you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer and for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul crushing dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work gone like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game and matters, but Kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a crash plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Same as the multiplayer. So I can get on board with that stuff. And then there was something like, like I will say... I actually like it when games do the letter score at the end of the level based on how you did. I wish more games did that, frankly. Um, I agree. I uh, I spent, I remember spending lots of time trying to do, because there was like a few different challenges per level, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I remember trying to get all A's in them. Yeah, and like, to me that, like, to me that's almost like an early version of like achievements or trophies yeah exactly and it's a reason to go back to if you're like if you're not if you don't like if you're like i just want to beat the game once and be done with it then fine do that but if you're like i really like this game and i want to keep playing it and explore it give me a reason to try to get better at it i i really wish frankly i wish that's something that mario would steal like i wish they would do that with mario levels because i would do that i would play through mario levels over and over again trying to get the best scores and stuff like that um so i'm all for that uh okay i think like I do want to talk about a couple positive things because I don't. There are some things I really like. Uh, before I do, like, is there anything else about this game that you don't like that like I haven't brought up? I know you like the game, but is there anything else that you like that we haven't brought up yet? 
I don't think so. I think we've pretty much covered it. I think we hate the same things. You just hate them to a higher degree than I do. <laughs> Substantially higher fucking degree than you do. Um, okay, now actually, okay, well, then there's a great leap off point because you had mentioned the voice acting. Um, this is a, this is a, like a guilty pleasure. I love bad voice acting. Uh, not only do I like it, I, it's borderline fetish. Like I'm huge on bad voice acting. I think it's better than good voice acting. Quite frankly, I think it's awesome. Uh, did you like, like, did you like the voice acting? Like, is the voice acting bad or is it just me? Like, it's really bad. I think it's terrible. Right? Like it's, 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 it's really funny. And like, I guess if you want to go ahead and call this game a dud, the voice acting matches perfectly. Yeah, it but, does. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bad. And like, it's really quiet. I guess maybe it has something to do with like the translation or something. Cause like they speak over each other sometimes, which I assume is because I actually read this great book that my buddy Chris got me about video game translation uh, from Japanese to English. And they were talking about how sometimes a good translation team will rewrite a script to make it fit and work properly. Whereas like a half-assed or low budget or really quick moving translation team will literally like, they didn't have Google translate back then, but it was the equivalent. Like they would take the Japanese dialogue drop it into Google Translate, copy and paste the English text in, and that's it. And, like, when you're yeah. playing this game, dude, there's so many instances where, like, Robotnik's not even done with his threat yet, and somebody's talking over him, saying what they're going to do to stop him. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I assume that's the bad translation. And the, and it's so, like, the music, the music's great. We'll get into the music in a minute. The music's awesome in this game. But the music is, like, ten times louder than the voice chat. Like, you can barely hear, like barely hear what the voice actors are saying under the music type thing. Yeah. And all the sound effects and everything, the cop cars. Yes. They, they blow your speakers out. Yeah, they do. They're so loud. And then it's like, and now you're Sonic talking like this in the back. <laughs> like if any of you were like, what the fuck did you just say? That's exactly how you feel when you listen to the voice acting in this game. And I will say that like half of the voices, uh, not even half. Actually, I think most of the, I think Knuckles has a cool voice. I think Sonic's got a cool voice. I like Robotnik's voice. Tails has got the worst voice in the game. Yep. Um, and I get that like he's a young fox and he should have a high pitched voice, but like it literally sounds like a four year old like girl that's learning how to read. Sonic, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Amy. Amy, I wish they would kill Amy yeah. off. Like I wish they would like <laughs> I like just you want to get me back on board, dude. If this game had killed Amy near the end, I would be like, no, nine out of ten. This game's fucking excellent. I hate Amy Rose <laughs> so much. I don't understand what, and then it always, the one song in the game I hate is the Amy Rose like that. But yeah, but, but like that it always plays when she shows up and it's just like yeah. Sonic, just fucking tell her. No, like fucking just stop. I hate her. Ugh. um, but other than that, like the voice acting is dope. And then you brought up the music earlier. Uh, and that's where like, that's, what's going to save this game from getting like a zero on my book is like, if we eventually do a best gaming soundtracks episode of expansion pass, like this game, despite my hatred for it might pop up on that list. It is so fucking good. Kate. Oh, maybe that's where all their budget went. That's I think it they is. Could only make the first level. Yeah. I feel like they were like, they spent a year and a half making that first level and writing the music. And then we're told by like Sega HQ that they had like 90 days to get the rest of the game done because like <laughs> that dude, that like, and like, you know, Kate, like I, I, you like, you like some shitty music. Like I love shitty music, yeah. but you like some crappy music. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And like this game 
is crappy music but like in the best way like that oh god i don't even know what songs i'm gonna use even like the little like hip-hop knuckles raps that fucking play like while you're playing these shitty levels like oh ah i don't i i I don't know i love it i maybe the best music in any video game i've ever played ever it's so good i don't know um yeah fuck ah i love it anyway I don't know what else. I feel like I. I hate this fucking game so much. I li- I like the music. Um, I like the bad voice acting, and I-, I will. You brought up a great point. The innovation of the Chows is something to be commended. I think so, and I will say I I don't know. I'm curious what you think about this. Like I really do. I may not have had fun doing it, but I love that they gave it the option to play as the villains. Like yeah, I think it it like creates the story from another point of view and it's it's kind of fun and sometimes like sometimes the villains are people's favorite characters versus the heroes right so yeah i don't know i think i think it's interesting and i mean we're we're seeing that in movies now right where movies are showing you the villain's point of view right yeah i, so, I, I yeah agreed I well, think it's cool. yeah me too i straight up i like nintendo i know you're listening to this uh give us a game where like and not Bowser's Inside Story. That game fucking sucks. Give us, like, a Mario game where, like, half the levels are Bowser. I know they do that with some Paper Marios and stuff. But, like, I love those types of... I love it. I love it. Like, I was... Re- like, I guess as we start wanting... Like, I really just want to say, for all of you that love this game that were, like, mad that I hated it so much, like, I didn't want to hate it. Like, I like Sonic. When I fired it up, I saw that I got to play as the good guys and the bad guys. I was interested. That first level had me intrigued. And then I just... I feel like Sega dropped the ball. I thought they, I think they really like, I mean, to use like a football analogy, like they caught this, they caught this game on like the 50 yard line and they were home free. And then around the 30 yard line, they just, they fumbled by mistake and just, it fucked it all up. I really think this could have been great. Um, I don't know. I, but you, but I, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll, that's why I hate it before we score it. Kate, just like, why do you like it? I know there's tons of people listening to like this game. Why do you guys like this game? I'm just interested. Just tell me, like, if I had not played it yet, why would you tell me this game is good? I'm just curious. I don't think that's a hard question I to think answer, but I know. I don't know. I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. And as someone, it's it's still part nostalgia even then, because as someone who grew up playing all the old Sonics and Sonic starting to get into the 3D world, because um, this this would be what like the third installment third or fourth installment into him being 3d so i don't know it's just it's something different it's something fun and what whether it's good or bad they took it and tried to make it something more than just sonic sprinting across a level 15 times that he beat the game right so i think i think it has a lot to offer even if some of it is really irritating but i don't know i think i think it's fun i mean you're not wrong like i Now that I'm like, now that I've gotten it all out of my system, like, uh, like, it, it, like I, I'm kind of sad for this game because like I really do want to like it. And you're right. I am like, like, listen, like I've said many times. Well, I like like the 2D Sonic games, like the old Genesis games are fine. I do think they're very much a gimmick. I think that they're in a, a a six out of ten game wrapped in a nine out of ten gimmick with the like running fast type, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And so you're right. Maybe that's and and I don't know. 
I, like, and I'm really not sure. Part of me feels like this development team was like, we just need to like, let's just, we just have to get something out there. We're on a time crunch. Let's just get something out there with these characters. Maybe one of the characters will catch on and we'll do something with it. Maybe they were like, you know what? We do think those earlier Sonic games are a bit of a gimmick. Why don't we try to make something new and better? Like, let's see what sticks type thing. I don't know. I don't know why they changed it, but like, I respect them for trying something different, but I wish at the end of the day, they hadn't like, I, if that makes sense. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, that's fair. I just, uh, that first level, it fucking makes me so mad because you did it so fucking well the first time you know what it is kate you know what the, here's my fucking analogy as we get ready to score this fucking thing you know like when a kid gets an a on like on like their first report at school like in a new school year and you like the bar is set now and then when they go and get c's and d's you're like you got you know you can get an a because you fucking did it you know what i mean that's, yeah, that, that's, pretty, that's pretty close. That's, that's, that's what the, the first level is an A. And then they just like, and then they just started going out with their friends at night and fucking partying and playing video games instead of concentrate on their schoolwork and everything went to shit. If you guys are mad about this episode, I'm more than willing to take the heat. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not, you know what? No, I just hate this game. I'm like, I, I'm not, I don't want to take any heat. I just hate it. That's all. Um, how the fuck do we score this goddamn thing? Like, I want to score it out of four because that's the amount of times you get to play as Sonic in fucking Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> but that, uh, that's kind of... Yeah, I... That's kind of... I don't know. There's... There's six characters? Yeah. I don't know. No, I like that. I was kind of thinking that myself. Let's go with that. There's six characters. Six playable characters. Uh, of the six playable characters, Kate, what would you give Sonic Adventure 2? Well, I'm a homer, so I'm going to give it a five out of six. I guarantee you there are people listening to this that are like, yes, because that's what they wanted. They wanted someone to come in here and stick up for this fucking game. Uh, and I, because and I, it's great and it's fun. And if, I mean, the, the reviews don't lie. It was a good game 20 years ago and it's still kind of fun today. I can't. So there. I don't fucking, I don't fucking believe you. I don't. Uh, if we're and scoring, don't, don't, don't believe, don't I, believe the other bajillion people who bought it and liked it too. I don't, I don't, I, you know what? If I didn't know any better, I would think that you all have just been planning this giant troll job for 20 years. You've all just been like, someday we're going to make Adam review this on his podcast. We all know it sucks, but we'll pretend it's great to make him look like an asshole. And that's what I think you all fucking did. Um, truth be told, I'm not, if I'm scoring it out of six, I'm giving it, 1.5 i oh give it God. i give it a point for That's sonic ridiculous. no it isn't i give it a point for sonic and i give it half a point for shadow because those are the fun parts i don't think the tails robotnik i don't i'm not i'm not even doing this for the sake of trying to be funny or anything i don't find anything enjoyable about the tails knuckles bat or eggman levels other than the music i just hate them like when i get to play as sonic and shadow i really did have a good time there just wasn't enough of it and it i uh, yeah, like that would be what would that be out of ten? Like a fucking three point five out of ten? Like that's yeah, pretty much. That's where I am. I I don't I think it's I don't I I'm sorry. Yell at me if you guys have to. I think this game is terrible. I hate it. I hate it, and I'm never playing it again. And frankly, I want my seven dollars back that I fucking paid to buy it off of Xbox Live. I'm mad, but it was almost worth it for that first level. No, it isn't, Kate. Don't start. Uh, fuck. Fuck. You and I have had some great memories on this episode. 
And when, like, I guess now we just need to go our separate ways because friends off. Fucking done. Oh, no. My heart. No, bullshit. Bullshit. You'd be like, good. Fuck, I don't have to talk to Adam anymore. Fuck me. Thank Christ. Uh, no, listen, I understand. Listen, for all of you, including you, Kate, like, I know I dominated a lot of this podcast, but, like, I have been teasing for a month that I'm going to come on here and explain why I've been dunking on everyone's favorite little hedgehog game for a month. And I hope I did. And you, you, you were, I thank you for being so patient and like raising good points. Not once were you ever just like, you're an idiot. This is why you're wrong. Like you had legitimate points and that's all I wanted. Oh, my mic might've cut out then. Cause I definitely, ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I love you. Uh, Kate, that was good <laughs> stuff. Thank you. Uh, listen, I promise next time you're on the show, uh, we'll do uh, a game that we both like or a game that I love that you hate. And then you can shit all over my game. But uh, Perfect. thanks for doing this, buddy. Yeah, thanks again for having me on, Adam. that's going to do it for this week's episode. Kate, thank you so much. Not only for giving me a call, not a call fucking voice, not only for giving me a call, not only for defending Sonic adventure two, not only for putting up with my yelling, but just for being you. Kate's awesome. She's fucking like the coolest person in the world. So thank you very much, Kate. And thank you to every single one of you that are listening to this, whether this was your first episode, your 183rd episode, thank you. And if this was your first episode and you're like, holy fuck, this guy is going to give himself a fucking heart attack. I don't get that angry on every episode. Just listen to some of the episodes about good games and I hardly get angry at all. But this game, I, oh, oh fuck, I hate Sonic Adventure 2. Guess what? Tomorrow on Expansion Pass, which is available to all of our Patreons, I'm going to be talking about the 10 worst games I've ever played and your precious Sonic Adventure 2 might just make the list. I haven't written my list as of this recording, but it might make the fucking list. So if you're interested in that and access to like 200 bonus podcasts and multiple new episodes every week, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash remember the game. Memberships start at just two bucks a month, extra podcasts every week, plus access to our Discord and you can write into the show and you get a shout out, whole bunch of other stuff and 5% of our Patreon every month gets put into a pool and at the end of the year we're going to donate all of it to the Stollery Children's Hospital as part of my 24 hour charity stream so you're fucking doing a little bit of good for the kids as well patreon.com slash remember the game if you're interested I also have a PO box if you're interested don't send me big packages just send me letters and cards and tell me I suck and I'll send you one back and we'll be friends you can find that address at remember the game podcast.com uh, I'm also on Twitch Look for member the game over there. Hit me with a follow. It's completely free. It'll tell you when I'm online and then you can come by and yell at me and tell me why I'm wrong. And that's always fun. And uh, I don't say this that often, but if you're digging the podcast, just leave us a good review, would you? I don't know. I don't know what it does, but I know that's what the good podcasts ask for. So we'll ask for one too. Just leave us a good review somewhere. That'd be awesome. Thank you guys so much for the support. You're all the best. I, I love you. And again, especially not only the, the support of remember the game, but the support personally over the last week, um, I won't lie to you. It's been one of the toughest weeks I've, I've probably had in my life. And uh, every you guys were just so supportive and understanding and awesome. And uh, I can't thank you all enough. So thank you. And uh, I'll talk to you again next week with Remember the Game number 184. And I don't know what game it's going to be yet because 
we had a bunch of recordings scheduled over the past week that got canceled. So I don't know which one we're going to get recorded by then. But you're going to have an episode on Wednesday, all right? Thanks, everybody. I'll talk to you all again later. Uh, cheers. Goodbye. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I couldn't produce all the content I churn out every week without all of your support. The following people have supported us at the Junior Executive Vice President level or higher at patreon.com slash rememberthegame. So I'd like to take a moment to shout them all out. And normally I go, I just read from the bottom to the top. And so they, they rank, from, or they don't rank, but they're ordered from the oldest Patreon to the newest Patreon. Uh, so I'm just going to change things up to keep it fresh this week and go newest to oldest. So a huge thank you to, here we go. Jerry Mullis, Say Something, Dark Squall, Duke Nukem 2, Eric Scheip, Eric Scheip, Chris Sampson, Hunter Martin, Leroy Westrich, DB Muppet, Munch Makuchi, <laughs> fucking name, Mako Revived, Nicola, Leon Lashway, Rotten Potato, Tyler Smith, Mike Hawk, Kyle Shrek, Mag Master of Magnet, Lara Watermolen, this is not going well, Ian Kag, Chris Pynchon, Thomas Smith, C-Spin, William Main, Dabs All Day, Spazernaut, Brad Beardsley, Adrian Mad Dog Counting, Jonathan Everidge, Laces Out Dan, Two Bros Winning, Triforce Tony, Junkyard God, Ben Paul, Ar Andrew Pritchard, Lucas Pico, Bill Kirby, Sean Turner, Big Sum One, Thomas Childs, Nick Amos, Ryle Turvey, Riley Turvey, Tom Arkley. This is fucking, oh my, this is the worst. I haven't done this in two weeks and it's, it showed. Ooh, Tom Ark, Arkley, Eric James, Ruben Elizald. What the fuck, dude? Illegal Amigo 69, Spencer Whitledge. Okay, the rally cap. Here we go. Breadcrumb, Phil Lencher, Dissect That Film, Aaron Kedvis, Brad Levron, Tyler, Scott Graham, McKeel Swift, Kyle, Kyle Swift, Burnout Doug Keeney, Jordan Psalm, Vaughn, Uris, Dr. Mario, Dagger Disaster, David Marcus, Nicholas Chaffee, Declan McGarry, Mizuru, Trav H, Sid's Good Leg, Double D, Phil McCracken, Gannon 144, Lone Cart, Steve Dalp, Jared Pierce, Jameer Williams, Ryan Shimmick, DBXJ, Brandon Basham, Raysan Wontongo, Frozen Interior, Justin Zabrocki, Punk Rock Geek, Sean Dillinger, Tomicus, Dockabye, Meat on the Bone, Aaron Price, Jolt Addict 21, Stephen Parnell, Ocelot of Woe, Nicholas Kulik, Elijah Burns, Matthew Salmon, Kyle Shreve, Austin Cook, Chris Larkin, Hulk Hogan's brother, all the good names were taken, Britt O'Neill, Frosty Feet 492, Clayton Robertson, Daja 1K1T, Matthew D'Amico, Jackson M, Dylan Flora, Jay Hampton, Chris Dickens, Zach Shepard, Ryan Gibbons, Holmes, Eric Shavinius, Spicy Mortician, Denzalo, Liam, Thermopolis, Strife89, Beth, Scientific Wonder Penis, Noob Q, Bagalazino, Justifish, Mikey NL83, Rocker Dude, Chalupa Cabra, It Human Sumo, John Woodruff, Tom Danks, Swanee, Tunable Power, Eden Awaits 1981, Stu Bergeric, Astro Alpica, Daniel, Game Nomad, Misi, Owen the Game, Furchuk, Captain N, Joe Watts, Joe Kirby, Ian Watts, there you go, they're merging. Joe Kirby and Ian Watts, Jeff Bergeron, Hammond Agger, Chance McCoy, Karth from KOTOR, Classic Crusade, Chris Dory, Russell Aldridge, Adam Fair, Oprah's Iron Fist, Scarlet, Jose E. Marco, Titan 420, K. Cuz, Candido, Dan Wagner, Chowdy Laudy, Exploded Processing, Nathaniel Shelley, Omega 88, Tent Sparkster, Squints, Carmichael Nicholas, Joel LeBlanc, Johnny CCDC, Wolf Magic 21, Paul Zoe, Ryan McCowan, Trevor Zevenoaks, Too Loud for the Crowd, Pizza Power, Matt McLean, Doogie, GC Freak, 
Chris Coplin, Dane Gooday, Mega Man 2 OG, Andy Hudson, Sam Wright, Seriously Ron P, Wolfgang Darren, TK, Tonky Kong, Kayfabe5150, Mfelf, Jesse Clark, Derek Jane, Mercury869, Mad Shibs, That One Kid Nick, Dana Wucherall, Poops Loomis, Raging Demon, Silver Grunion, Tim Schnatter, David Schnatter, Tim L. Why are they mixing? G9 PSX, Jesus, Tim Riel, very cool dude, Christopher Russell, Mike Maloney, Ryan Kinchin, Adam Jade, Zane Donovan, Morgan, Geek Life Radio, Tom Kite, Andre SJ, Flash, A-Town, Nathan Tromblay, Miles from BringBackRetro.com, Brian Ransom, Matt McLean, Aaron Lawson, Stitch, Leon K, Scott Brooks, Wyman Brooks, Brandon O'Brien, No One Cares, Dave Thompson, Angry Ticks, Lil Bunny Fufu 89, Fraser Burns, Jordan, They Call Me Badger, Kate Roberts, Gary C., Andrew Wright, Scott V, Charlie Medeiros, Doug Dorn, Slick, Rick, DNA Gaming, Dave McGee, James Clark, Keegan in a Stupid Arrow Handle, Jeffrey Mathis, Joshua Shenfield, Michael Mathis, Stupid Monkey, Andre Sharonic, Joe Buck, Makeshift Muddy, and Dave. Dude, reading the backwards was so much fucking harder. God, I suck at this. It's good to be back. Thanks for the love, everybody. Talk to you again later. Cheers.